Alléluia. We bless your name, God. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah. Great is your mercy towards me. You're loving, you're loving, you're loving your kindness towards me. Glory. Your tender mercies. I, 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 I,
us, your loving kindness in Amakacha. Thank you, God. Thank you day after day, day after day, day after day. Speak afresh in this place. Let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Amen. I want to lift up a passage of scripture this morning as I begin a series for this um, February, this Black History Month celebration. I want to begin a series from the book of Revelations, Revelations chapter 12, uh, so ably quoted by Minister DeBose this morning. Revelations 12 says simply this, verse 11, and they overcame and conquered him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony for they did not love their life and renounce their faith even when faced with death the word of god for the people of god thanks be to god you may be seated those of you in the sanctuary i want to talk for the next few moments from the theme how i got over How I got over. I'm sure most of you, those of you who have been in church any amount of time, have heard the song, How I Got Over. Some of you who are a little younger were introduced to the song in the 70s when Aretha Franklin got with James Cleveland and the Southern California Choir and put it on her first gospel album. And what a song it was and what a representation it gave and what a boost. I can remember as a young man walking around my, my mama's house singing that song. That, that's back in the days before you had cassette decks. We had, we had the old regular stereo and you put the wax on there and you applied the needle there and you played a song. And when we were playing it, it was great in the house. Every skip and every beat, every scratch has something to make you want to shout. But the truth is that song doesn't start with Aretha. That song goes back to Clara Ward. Clara Ward wrote that song and, and she was a famous gospel singer from the Ward Singers. Clara wrote, Ward, when she wrote that song, he, she made it in 1953. 
how I got over. I, I don't know, maybe there's a slide there I'd like that, that would show you her beautiful face because she was an important aspect to what would be a historic day. Because when Clara Ward put that song out, thank you very much, when Clara Ward put that song out, she was singing from her heart and lifting up a sound that would make a difference. That, that sound has a history behind it that's important to know. Uh, according to her sister, Willa Ward says that the real inspiration for that song was an experience that Clara Ward had. Willa and their mother Gertrude and members of their group were traveling through the South, you know, the deep racially segregated South at that time. They were on their route to Georgia and they were besieged by a group of angry white men. The men saw these women riding in a vehicle that looked like it was worth money, it was nice, and they surrounded their car. And when they surrounded, they started hollering racial epithets. They started screaming at them. It appeared as though they were going to do violence against them. At that same time, while they're there, Gertrude all of a sudden has a fit and pulls a David. She feigns that she is crazy. And she begins to spew out, acting like she had some kind of demon possession and she starts offering incantations and curses them and tells them what they're going to happen to their lives and by the time she got finished they were so afraid that they fled when 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 Clara got through with the incident she began to think about the many ways that God has kept us So many times when I should have been going down. So many times the enemy had me in a corner. So many times the enemy wanted to take my life. So many times the enemy wanted to trip me up. So many times the enemy wanted to fool around and make me less than what God wanted me to be. Oh God, all she can say is, how I got over. My soul looks back and wonders how I got over. I, I don't know about you, but I know there's somebody in the audience, somebody watching by Facebook, somebody on YouTube, somebody watching right now who can has a testimony of a way in which God preserved them that didn't seem right, but somehow God kept them. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 song, that song resonated, and it resonated so well that it resonated with the great Mahalia Jackson. And Mahalia Jackson, you know when she sang it. She, she laid it down and at the historic march on Washington, Mahalia Jackson would sing that song. You know, you hear the Dr. King speech from that day, but Mahalia let off the bill because she let in by singing that song, How I Got Over. There at the Freedom March for Jobs and Freedom in 1963, she sang that song before 250,000 people. How I got over, how I got over. You know, my soul looks back and wonders how I got over. 
You, you know, she, she got excited in the song. It says, ooh, the sun, as I can see Jesus. As soon as I can see Jesus, the man who died for me, the man that bled and suffered, one who hung on Calvary. I want to thank him for how he bought me. I want to thank him for how he taught me. I want to thank him. Oh, you missed it. Oh, thank my God for how he got me and how he never, never left me. Let, let me help somebody right here. When she sang that song, she sang it from her heart because at that moment, African-Americans were in the midst of fighting for freedom, fighting for justice, fighting for equality, fighting for voting rights, fighting to be able to just be treated not as a subset of humanity, just with regular human dignity. At that moment, she was singing from her heart, from the struggle of life. You, you know, let me, let me talk about it here, because our forebearers, our forebears, those who came before us, endured many things. They endured slavery, second-class citizenship, stress, strain, struggle, sickness, sadness, and incalculable suffering. But we have this testimony. They and we survived. Oh, you, you missed it, went over your head. Let me say it one more time. They and we have survived through it all. I tell you, with a song on our lips, strength in our hearts, and the Savior on their side, they and we have survived. That, that, that song was important. That strength in our hearts was important. But most importantly, was having a savior like Jesus. Uh, Re Revelations, uh, the book of Revelations, reminds us that those who overcome dealt with the hostility of an unfriendly world. And my brothers and sisters, out of all Christendom, no one can say that they've dealt with more hostility than African Americans. No one can say that they've dealt with more indignity than African Americans. No one can say that they've dealt with more hardship than we have. Because see, people were, they were mistreated with the worst torture and inhumanity possible, but they survived. Uh, they were put on auction blocks, but they survived. They were beaten but they survived. They were made as chattel, that is as cattle if you will. They were made as livestock and bought and sold, but they survived. And, and it is in their survival that we survive. I got my hoodie on, y'all. I put my hoodie on today because I needed to put it on because today, this weekend, would have been Trayvon Martin's 27th birthday which means that he died at 17 years old, wearing a hoodie, brutally attacked because he had on a hoodie, brutally attacked because he had a bag of Skittles and an Arizona in his hand, and he didn't look like somebody thought he ought to look. And so that which was supposed to be a community watcher became judge and jury and took his life. I got my hoodie on, y'all. 
because Breonna Taylor could not find even the privacy and protection of her own apartment behind a locked door because the police came in with a no-knock warrant and there in Louisville, Kentucky on March 13, 2020, they shot her in her bed and nobody has had to pay for killing that sister in her own home. I got my hoodie on, y'all, because there's so much going on. Because when you walk in in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and you've got a 22-year-old young man who is there laying on the couch there behind a locked door, and police come in the door with another no-knock warrant and take his life at 6.48 in the morning when you can't sleep on your own couch and be safe. I got my hoodie on, y'all. Because while we have survived and while we have overcome, we are still overcoming. We are still, well, let me do it like this. You see, the hostile environment spoken of in Revelations is replete with both human and supernatural foes. And in this text, though it is revealed to be the works of Satan. In other words, the devil is busy. It has not just been humans. It has not just been, and it is, man's inhumanity to man, and yes, it is that. But I also think that it's evil. I also think that it's satanic. I also think that it's a wicked spirit. I also think that there are wicked spirits in high places. And I do believe that as we are overcoming, we not only have to overcome those in the flesh, but we have to overcome the adversary, the devil himself. We have overcome, and yet we are in the midst of overcoming. Uh, the, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible says that, that they overcame by the blood of the Lamb. Uh, let, let me, you, let me, I need to say it again. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb. I need it one more time. You didn't get it? I want to say it again. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb. And, and, and if I can, for the moments I have remaining this morning, as I'm setting up this new ser sermon series, I only have time to work a piece of this, so I'm just going to talk about the blood for the few minutes I have left. I'll come back next, next week, and I'll talk about, I believe I'll testify. So, so, but let me talk about the blood right now. Listen, listen, listen. There are three things that the blood does. Three things the blood does. Uh, and, and you ought to hold on to these. Number one, the blood connects. It puts us in right relationship with the Father. The blood connects. It puts us in right relationship with the Father. Uh, let, let me see if I can make my point. I want to argue my point just a minute here and see if I can make it real clear. John chapter 6 Verse 53 through 58, I'll speed read, but you go back and take your time later on. It says, then Jesus said to them, most assuredly I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. 
Whosoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up in that last day. For my flesh is food indeed, and my blood drink indeed. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father. So he who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread which came down from heaven. Not as your fathers ate the manna and are dead, he who eats this bread will live forever. He, he says, and, 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 and I need to pull it up. Let me see if I got it one more time. Ephesians chapter 2. I've got too much to do here, so let me read verse 13. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Y'all missed it. It, 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 it. You need to keep on reading down to verse 22 because what he said is that you were, we were estranged from God, but because of the blood, we have been made in relationship with God. We have been made in connection with God. We have been brought into the family and fellowship with God. Let me, let me hold this, this idea for a moment. For he himself is our peace who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation, having abolished in his flesh the enmity that is the law of commandments contained in ordinance so as to create in himself one new man from the two thus making peace and that he might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross, thereby putting to death the enmity. Let me just put it like this. Because of Jesus, and because of his blood, we have been made in right connection with God. I, 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 I don't want to hold you too long, so let me see if I can make this a little clearer. Number two, the blood not only connects me into relationship, but number two, the blood cleanses me unto righteousness. The blood cleanses me unto righteousness I, 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 um, I love that old time song what can wash away my sins nothing but the blood of Jesus what can make me whole again nothing but the blood of Jesus I'm singing oh precious is that flows that makes me white as snow no other help I know nothing but the blood of Jesus Woo! yeah yeah thank y'all y'all listen listen here it is it cleanses now notice if you will it, it in, in the book of Revelations, as the writer is speaking to the seven churches, as he is opening up this word to them, he's passing out truths. And when he's passing out truths, he starts telling them about the work of the Lamb's blood. And, and what he says is, he says, you need to understand something about the blood. He says, I can tell you about the folk that are about to make it in. And in the book of Revelations, chapter 7, verse 14, 
He says, he says, and I said to him, sir, he says, sir, you know. And he said to me, I, I, I'm going to tell you who they are. He said, the ones you see coming up, these are the ones who come out of great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. He says, he says they've been through something, but they've been purified in the blood of the Lamb. We, we, we have a, our salvation is certain, our, our redemption is secure because of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. It is in his blood that we are made sure. Look at verse 11 one more time. He says, and they overcame and, and, and conquered him because of the blood of the lamb. Now, now notice, now, now notice, this word says, it is on the account of, on the ground of the blood of the lamb, because of the blood of the lamb, by, by virtue of his shed blood. Had that blood not been shed? The, the text suggests that Satan's accusations against us would and might have had merit because the devil, who is the accuser of the brethren, is night and day trying to accuse us before our God. And when the devil comes to accuse you, he might have merit to his case. Uh, let, me, let me say it again. When the devil comes to accuse you, he might have merit to his case. Because uh, I'm looking at folk, we're not many in here because this is the leadership group, but, but I'm looking at folk who are not always perfect, present company included. And, and since we're not always perfect, I need something to cover up the flaws in my life, the foibles in my life, and my human failure. And he says, the Satan is accusing us, but the blood keeps covering me. Every time he tries to uncover something, the blood covers me again. Every time he tries to bring something up out of my past, the blood covers me again. Every time he tries to remind me of a mistake I made, the blood covers me again. Oh, the blood, the blood, the blood. I, I feel something. <laughs> Hebrews 9 and 12 says, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood. With his own blood. He entered the most holy place once and for all, having obtained eternal redemption. Ah, oh, there's nothing like the blood. John, John saw him coming in John, the book of John 1, verse 29. That gospel, here it is. He said the next day John saw Jesus coming toward him. And he said, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. First John 1 and 7 says, but if we walk in the light as he is the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Preach, Watts, I'm trying to. I'm trying to help somebody right now. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what mistake you've made. The blood can cleanse you. I don't care how many times you fail. The blood can cleanse you. I don't care where you've gone or what you've seen or what you've been into. The blood 
can cleanse you. Oh man, let me. I, I, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Let me, let me close this out. I feel like preaching in here that I haven't had a chance to holler in a minute, and I feel a holler in my sanctified soul. Let me, let me just say last thing, last thing, last thing. Not only does the blood connect us into relationship, not only does the blood connect us there, but the blood also cleanses us into righteousness. But then finally for the morning, and these three things are not all the blood does, he's just what I've got time for this morning. This finally this morning, the blood makes us conquerors unto redemption. Preach Watts. He says, verse 11 again, I'm just in the A portion of the verse. He says, and they overcame and conquered him because of the blood of the lamb. Let me just tell you this. I am not a conqueror on my own with limit, without limitations. Because see, on my own, I can promise you, I'm a pretty good fighter. I could probably beat several people. I could probably fight several issues. But I promise you this much. Sooner or later, every physical champion will be knocked down. Y'all ain't get that one over your head. But I can tell you this, with God on my side, I think y'all ready to help me preach now. We can go on home in just a minute, y'all. With God on my side, it doesn't matter what I come up against. It doesn't matter what the foe is. I've got somebody on my side and I've got an unbreakable connection with him that helps me to keep on conquering even when stuff is not going well. Come here, Apostle Paul, help me close this sermon. Here it is, Romans chapter 8, verse 33 through 37. Paul says, who shall bring any charge against God's elect? He's Paul anticipating what Revelation says. He says, when the enemy comes to bring a charge against him, he says, I got a word for you. It's God who justifies. I don't have to justify myself. God justifies me. Who is he who condemns? It's Christ who died and furthermore is also risen who is even at the right hand of God who makes intercession for us. In verse 35 he says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword as it is written for your sake we are killed all the day long we are counted as sheep for the slaughter yet in all these things I feel like preaching in here in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loves us I don't know about you but I've got this testimony I'm not just a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror. And in the end, no matter what I go through, I'm going to make it because I've got God on my side. And since I've got God on my side, yeah, 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 yeah. Since I've got God on my side, I know that it does not matter what happens around me because no weapon formed against me shall prosper and every lying tongue that 
rises against me in judgment, I shall condemn. I got good news for you. I have overcome because of Jesus and because he lives, I can face tomorrow because he lives. All fear is gone because I know he holds the future. Life is worth living because he lives. And I got good news how I got over. You ought to tell somebody it's all because of Jesus. Nobody but Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Every now and then I just have to plead the blood. You ought to say it in your house. The blood, the blood, the blood. 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 I got to say it one more time. The blood, the blood, the blood. Y'all didn't hear me. Somebody ought to plead it out of your household. The blood, the blood, the blood. The blood, the blood, the blood. The blood, the blood, the blood. Lord, cover my house with your blood. Cover my doorpost with your blood. Cover my family with your blood. Cover everything I have with your blood. I'm a conqueror because of the blood. Oh, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. There is power. I feel like preaching, y'all. There's power. Somebody help me right here. There's power. Power. There's power in the blood. 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 You, you, all, you all ought to just give God a praise where you are. Give him a praise. I decree and declare. I feel like preaching, y'all. I declare. I feel like hollering. I can run right now. Because I know the blood. The blood. Oh, y'all, y'all. See, see, if you grew up in my house with my mama, when when you get near in a near accident, you don't holler one of those four letter words you, you say the blood you missed it went over your head when trouble's coming your way you, you don't start screaming you say the blood you missed it I feel it you, you get it close listen 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 when the enemy is coming in like a flood and you don't know what you're going to do or how you going to handle it, 
You said the blood. I wish I had somebody understood me because what you understood is when you begin to plead the blood. Listen, I plead, I plead, I plead the blood. I plead, I plead, I plead the blood. Y'all ain't got it yet. Y'all ain't got it yet. Somebody ought to do it right now. You ought to begin to plead the blood of your house. You ought to walk around your house and say, I plead, I plead the blood. 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 The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. Sisters, I just want you to know there's nothing like the blood of Jesus. There's no power on earth like the blood of Jesus. There's nothing on earth like it. I've only scratched the surface. I've only scratched the surface. I, I feel something in my sanctified soul. I want to extend an invitation wherever you are today. If you are looking for a church home, or if you're looking to give your life to Jesus, I want to invite you today to be a part of the Shiloh family. Call me, text me, email me, write me. You can direct message us on Facebook or Instagram. We will get right back to you. We want you to be a part of this family. We love you already, and we receive you into this place. I want today, as you're walking around your home today, every room you enter into, I just want you to plead the blood. I want you to, I want you to plead the blood. Reverend, why do I need to plead the blood? Because I want you to make sure that you keep reconnecting. You, 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 want, you want that relationship with God in every room of your house, every room of sanctuary. If I, if I can't get to church, every room got to be sanctified. 
every room of sanctuary. I want my relationship with God. I want that connection. But then I'm going to plead the blood over myself because I need to be cleansed. I need to be cleansed. I need my righteousness by myself is no more than filthy rags. That's why I need him to cover me with the blood. See, I'm not one of them preachers that are going to try and tell you I'm perfect and you're not. You find another one for that. That, that ain't going to be me. I think that's self-righteous. I, I heard a man say one time he, he was free from sin and sinning. I said, no, I said, you's a lie. I said, you just sinned just did. <laughs> you told your first lie right there. I am saved and being saved. I have overcome and I am overcoming. That, that's the only way you can celebrate this month right now. In the midst of the retraction that's going on in the land where people don't want history told right about the African-American participation in this country. When they're trying to stop education going forward. The only way to celebrate is to celebrate where we've come from knowing we've still got stuff that we're going through. So you gotta celebrate that you've overcome, but you gotta recognize we're still overcoming. You, you don't do it in a naive way. And every believer ought to do that. Now, now I also wanna ask now, that uh, you get your offering ready, whatever God has laid on your heart. Your tithe belongs to the Lord. Your offering is what you give above your tithe. And many of you have joined us in capital stewardship seed giving. The Bible says, as long as the earth remains, there'll be seed time and harvest. And I want you to get your seed gift on top of the tithe. I want you to get your seed gift. Some of you have pledged $25 a week extra on top of the tithe as your seed giving. Whatever you have pledged, whatever God has laid on your heart, the tithe belongs to the Lord. What you give above that is your offering. You can give today by Cash App, by Givelify, or send in the mail. You can any way you want to do it, but get your offering ready. I want to pray for your seed now. I want to pray for your gift. Let's pray. God, we love you and we thank you. We believe even now that everything that we need, we have already because you, God, supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory. So, God, now we thank you, Lord, for returning to your people that which they give out. God, I thank you that there'll be no lack, that they'll have more to put away in store. And I bless your name for what you're about to do in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you. I love you all, saints. I love every one of you. Look, it's first Sunday here, which means that we celebrate all of the February babies. So everybody, yeah, put the February list up. And also believe that anniversary list is up as well. So, so February babies, shout out to all of you. All of y'all, amen. Oh, Sister Deborah, amen, Minister God, amen. <clears throat> all the February babies, we love you. We, let's, let's sing to them real quick. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. May the Lord every day. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday.
God bless you. I love all of you. Amen. Look at all those names. All of y'all getting older. Amen. All you old children. My, my eldest daughter uh, just turned a little older. Uh, after a while, they don't let you tell the age anymore. Just know she's a little older. Amen. Brittany Clairvon, we love you, baby. Mom and daddy love you. Amen. Amen. Now, um, we're getting ready to, to leave here in just a moment. But two things I want to do before I leave. First of all, I want to tell you how much I appreciate everyone and all of our elders and deacons, ministers who stood in my stead over the last few weeks. I can't thank you enough. Um, just, just know that I'm getting better. I'm over, I've overcome and I'm overcoming and I'm just excited to be back in the pulpit today. As you can tell, I really wanted to preach. I feel like preaching. I'm, I'm uh, Brother Solomon and I are trying to figure out about these mics because I felt like hollering today and we're we going to work something out down here. We, he, he told me what we're going to do, so we got a plan because I feel like I, there's, a, there's something in my sanctified soul that I didn't get out yet. Y'all got to I, it's still in there. Y'all, I'm going to try and teach Tuesday night. I'll be in the pulpit. Maybe it's the fact that I haven't preached in a while. But, but I'm going to try and teach Tuesday night. But if I get happy, you know it's still in there. This, my soul is on fire. I feel anointed. Again, let me just say thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're on the prayer call, I gave you more details there. I'll be on the prayer call on Wednesday. Pray for me tomorrow. I'm going to have a procedure tomorrow morning, and hopefully that'll be the end of my ordeal with my body. Uh, just pray and pray, and uh, everything will be okay. And I'll be online Tuesday night to teach and Wednesday to lead prayer. Amen. Again, thank you to all of our preachers. I can't thank any, all of them enough. Elder Martin and all of you all. My dear wife has been a, a, a nurse and a wife to me, and I can't can't thank her enough y'all y'all just don't know she if i had listened to her it probably wouldn't have got as bad but it also would have meant i'd have been in the hospital but she, she <laughs> so i tried to do it my way but i i would have probably been done sooner and healthier but uh man y'all pray for me y'all know it's hard to get me to go if i'm i had to be real sick to go and get help but so I thank God. I love all of you with the love of the Lord. Amen. Ben, Gloria, y'all are fantastic today. Y'all blessed us. Kenny, Kenny, I, I thought I'd put some anointing oil on your fingertips or something. You, you, there was something got in you this morning, boy. God Almighty. Woo! Captain Fingers over there got, got happy. Every finger in his hand went to work. Amen. I love all y'all. Y'all did a wonderful job. Thank you for holding it down. Thank you for holding it down. Y'all keep the beat. That's it. We're getting ready to leave out. We're getting ready to close out. Is there anything I missed? If I have, charge it to my head, not my heart. Amen. Amen. I want to I wanna again just say thank you to all of you. I love you with the love of the Lord, and you won't change my mind about it. Come on, y'all. Give me some, some fire as we close.
Yeah. God bless your hearts. The presence of the Lord is here in this building and it's also in your home where you are. I love you all with the love of the Lord. You go in peace and may the very peace of God go with you and may God's cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Shalom. <laughs>